Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passion Purpose Podcast. I'm here with my friends, Ilden Hector Sabito, and I sure hope you got to hear the first one. I'm still a little teary over our conversation, but we wanted to do part two and kind of turn the corner. So okay. we met Jesus. We, 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 got a, we got marriage kiddos. We've come through the victory of our COVID challenges. And, um, and, you know, but there's a big calling on you guys' life, both of you. You're called by God to invest in our city. And, Hector, you and I were in a meeting recently yes, where I said, hey, what, what stirs your heart like Nehemiah? Mm-hmm. And uh, as all the different men in that group went around, you said, you know, the Spanish-speaking peoples of Waco, this is a, a calling on Ilda and mine's heart. Right. This is who we are. Uh, and it was just, I, I just felt a rise in the room. You know, it was like, <laughs> yes, come on, we're with you in this. So maybe just tell us a little bit how you guys perceive your own call and, and then how you serve in our community sure. and what's on your heart. And, um, and I'd love to just tie in that, that reality for people that everybody is called to a purpose. Correct. And, uh, and, we're, and, and if we yield to God, we will find that purpose. It doesn't always work out exactly practically. Sure you know, how we would play it out, but mm-hmm. there's there's this purpose of God that's always being worked out. So tell us a little bit about your heart, what you feel like God's called you to, yeah. and we'll go from there. Uh, you know, I, I would say, and, and my wife and I have had many conversations about this, but both of our parents being from a different country, yeah. being from Mexico, coming to a different country, not knowing right. the language, not knowing practically anyone um, Mm -hmm. and and starting the life here because they want to give their families a better way of living. Um, We both have grown up very in, in what you would consider a, a traditional Mexican home. Yeah. Um, so even though we were in America, you know, our first language was still Spanish. Right. We still grew up uh, with a lot of the traditions and, and a lot of the customs of yes. of. of of Mexican parents and yes. uh, even under the rule of Mexican parents for lack of better <laughs> words. <laughs> uh, yes. uh, and and so um, we both have grown up with that and so when we, we got married we knew that that was a passion of ours and yeah. we knew that uh, we always wanted to represent our community, our Spanish-speaking community uh, because that always hasn't been the case in the past where, yeah. where the representation has yeah. been there or or the advocation for, for a particular uh, demographic has been there. And so, uh, you know, we're not saying that we're the only ones that do this. We know sure. that there are a lot of wonderful people yeah. in our city, in our community that right. that, that advocate for Spanish speaking. And there are hundreds of, of, of pastors that, you know, that mm. f- that flock that 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 shepherd a flock on a weekly basis, sure. mm-hmm. uh, but we wanted to come from a voice of in the community and really yeah. speaking to them. And so, I think that even stirred our our desire to serve our community in public office. You know, right. whether it's um, I know my wife and I let her speak on this, but she does she does a lot of community work with organizations, right. um, or, or or myself. You know, you know on city council on the Waco City Council, and so. Um, I, I know we share that in common, and it's something that we are passionate about and stirred about making sure that we are doing the best that we can to represent um, our Spanish-speaking community. 
Well, I know there's so much to unpack about this, but let me just take take us into, so you guys grew up in South Waco, Correct. which is predominantly our Spanish-speaking part Correct. of town, yes. though there's people all over our community, right. but that is traditionally the, uh, the part of town where most uh, Hispanic families live. Right. And then you guys moved out for a while. Right. And then you moved back. So <laughs> so talk, talk to us about that. Sure. Uh, just so uh, we, we understand your heart. And then, I, then, then what practically, yeah. hey, how do you advocate? What do we need to know right. about advocating for our Spanish-speaking yeah. brothers and sisters? You know, so, so you're absolutely correct. We both grew up in South Waco. And, you know, as we uh, got married and we, we knew we wanted to start a family, we thought, we need to move out to the suburbs. You know, that's the true American <laughs> sure, dream. And, sure. and we'll buy a home in the suburbs and get out of city limits. And uh, uh, we did that for a couple of years. Uh, but th- then I remember um, I just had a conversation with a good friend about running for city council. And yeah. I just felt secretly there was that that desire in me already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but keep in mind that you know my wife I hadn't shared this with my wife for a couple of years and just a few years ago we bought a home out in the suburbs and I'm telling my wife uh, hey what do you think about moving back to Waco and moving our family and leaving our live, leaving our home behind and uh, it a was marriage a, moment yeah, for later it was for definitely later, a marriage moment other, another podcast we're going to do <laughs> I, 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 even, I remember telling God this can go very well or it can go very <laughs> south one of the other one or the other uh, but I knew God was in the mix when I yeah. The first time I shared with my wife about running for office, and it it would mean moving back to the city and and yeah. moving back to uh, our home, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. uh, South Waco, I would say. And and um, I remember her looking at me, <laughs> um, and she says, "Okay, well, yeah, yeah. It okay." Was just one of those things where <laughs> yeah. I just felt peace about it. Yeah, and when you you have that peace, you know that. You're, God's gonna take you there. There's, yeah. It's gonna be okay. It's sure. that, you know. But did I want to? No. <laughs> sure. Did I want to leave my suburbs? No. <laughs> um, but it, you know, everything works out for the greater good for sure. Because now we're closer to both his parents and my parents. Mm-hmm. And as we both got busier within the community, right. we, those babysitters have come in handy. <laughs> yes. And quick well, access to either one. That's right. Yes. Too, right? And that's a blessing too that's because blessing. both of us, um, our grandparents were in Mexico. Yeah. So we didn't grow up with that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, you did. Your, your mm-hmm. grandfather mm-hmm. Was, here. was here. I didn't. Both my both sets of grandparents were in Mexico. And mm-hmm. That's very important to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they they love their grandparents and right. they are with them wow. every week and mm. um, it's a beautiful way of growing up I think it is you know just back to so many times we think the American dream is a particular house Correct. or square footage yeah. or whatever but the American dream or the dream of God is family absolutely and if you can be with your family mm. in a loving supportive environments and giving back to people that's life. Right. right. That's right. the richness of life, right. and what a what a great way to make that decision uh, based on not only God's leadership but God's heart. Amen. You know, for Amen. family. So, Ilda, tell us a little bit about when you look at the community. What where where are you engaged? What's on your heart about all that? For me, it's it's um, women and and youth. Mm. Anybody okay. who any children, anybody under the age of 18 follows even college age because we were uh, college pastors for a yeah. long time. But um, just something about that next generation that really tugs yes. at my heart and knowing that they are um, 
are going through different things, dif- different difficulties. They're all, they're all important. All their hurts are important. It doesn't matter how hard it is for one, and you know, all the pains are are very painful for for mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and women as well. Just I, I see the vulnerability there, mm-hmm. and I, I, my heart has always been to be to be able to advocate. Right. Uh, for them to speak up and and you know just with um, the Hispanic community just knowing that uh, knowing that how it feels firsthand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. knowing what it's like to go to a, with your mom to any public place mm-hmm. whether it be a doctor's office mm-hmm. a, a store mm-hmm. and you don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. and at the age of 5 already starting to translate mm-hmm. because there's no there's no other way right, yeah. you have to translate and um um, and just and it's, it's times like this that I get to speak my story yes. about it that I love to do because I know sometimes, like you said, isolated isolation yeah. before. That's the hardest thing is to think that you're the only mm-hmm. one right. going through that, and, and you're not. I definitely have been there, and uh, my children will have it a little bit easier. They don't have to translate sure. for me, but I I did, and I think I'm better for it. Mm-hmm. It keeps you humble. Mm-hmm. It it gives you uh, respect for your parents, mm-hmm. and it, it made you, you know, get on your feet, sharp, sure, quickly from a very young age of how to communicate these things. You have to communicate with, adults, yeah. have to communicate yes. with mm-hmm. uh, It makes you a fighter, yeah. I think, for us, mm-hmm. and, and not just for the Hispanic community, because my heart is for everyone. Sure, uh, the Hispanic community. Um, just any immigrant that's coming to mm. to this country, it's always that that same ground that we all meet on yes. is is having to uh, adjust. Mm-hmm. And then you love this country, right. you mm-hmm. love it. This way you came here is mm. because you love every love everything it stands for. But you have this great memories of mm. where you grew up, yes. and 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 the culture. And whether you're Hispanic or um, African. Or I've I've had these conversations with people from Ireland, yeah. who, who just we all can have that mm-hmm. same um, middle ground where we we all have that in common, mm-hmm. and that is what I love. I, we have a lot more in common than we don't. Absolutely. And I love I love to bring people together with that, and and just encourage and and um, encourage and aspire inspire every. All those who think that they don't, can't, right. young people who right. think, "Oh, I'm not smart enough. I'm, yeah. not, I'm going on now." No, you're doing great. That's what we want, <laughs> preach, girl. But there's preachers in the family, and you are <laughs> a, a part of our journey. Yes, exactly. I, that, I, it's just there's so yeah. much there. I'm always for the underdog. Like if yeah. you say you can't or you say it's impossible, no. <laughs> let me talk to you for five minutes. Let me show oh, you that there wow. is, and let me tell you, you know, I, that that is my heart, and and that was definitely my heart when I ran for school. Yeah. School board is is wanting to empower and and give a voice to the voiceless. Yeah. and say hey you can do it there's nothing that can stop you but you mm. your doubt your self-doubt but you're equipped god equipped you mm. you're ready um at any age just Way to go gotta answer mm. the call. I, I, I love it <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little bit of a fighter too so. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you yeah. <laughs> come on oh i'm just so uh you know i'm so grateful um that we have people like you in our community Right, because you got to have advocates, you got to mm-hmm. have fighters, you got to mm-hmm. have people in there with you, and with with the people 
you know, most people, it's so interesting. I, I, uh, we, were, uh, we were actually with Amin mm-hmm. in our, our last meeting. He was talking about a teacher mm-hmm. who told him he wasn't going to mount anything. Correct. Uh, literally put that on yeah. him. And his parents were a bit old school, and they said, well, what did you do to make her <laughs> think that? You know, they weren't, they weren't discounted. And so, so he said, something in me rose up and thought, I'll prove all these yeah. people wrong, right? And, of course, he has. Um, but I would, but you know what's interesting is so many people though when they hear that they don't rise up right because they, they, it. They, they they don't have enough internal mm-hmm. structure or maybe not family support mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even personality mm-hmm. to say hey that's a lie from mm-hmm. hell I mean right. that right. it right. literally is a lie from hell it is the devil sure. trying to denigrate people and make them of no value when right. God's made them of the greatest value and so every time we advocate for somebody or and you know, give them hope, yes. and we we actually pull out that God-given part of what God has for them. Right? right. They, they they are every person made in the image of God is of right. the highest value. Right. Yes. Nobody, and there's room for everyone. And there's room for everybody. It, there's, it, it's yes. there's this whole deal. I don't know if you read the Stephen Covey stuff. You know, back in the day, it's called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and he had this whole concept that. It's um, scarcity mentality versus abundance mm-hmm. mentality. A scarcity mentality says there's only so many right. rooms at the table, so you fight like a dog and get yours mm-hmm. and kick everybody else out, mm-hmm. where the exact opposite is the heart of God. Mm-hmm. It's an abundance mentality. Right. If God created people and they are present, then there's enough. Yes. <laughs> Amen. You know? Amen. Yes. And so there's enough for everybody at whatever yes. table That's right. Is. And sometimes so. what we think makes us different, you know, just going back to um, – um, having a heart for the Hispanic community and yeah. and all that. Sometimes it, for me, I remember feeling like if, if I spoke Spanish, it was something I should be embarrassed about. Oh. There was a point where I was embarrassed to speak Spanish. And actually it wasn't until I met my husband and saw mm-hmm. how confident he was about it. And it, it, yeah. I'd never seen someone present it to me in that way where it was a point, a blessing, blessing, but also pride. He was Mm. proud he spoke Mm. Spanish. Mm. And I was like, yeah, Come on. yeah, I speak Spanish, you know, it, 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 when it's, you know, it, it just goes back to say that thing that you think is yeah. a deficiency, something mm. wrong with you is actually your strong point. Mm-hmm. And that's the way the enemy works. He wants to make you feel like you're mm. bad, you're, you're, you know, a loser or, or you not know, whatever, enough. not good enough. And it's that very thing that is is going to make you stand out and it's what other people need to hear i love that oh hector just (laughs) pick up from there i mean she's 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 already stole the show pick up the pick up the back pieces here Mm -hmm. so uh as you serve on city council Mm -hmm. as you feel like this is obviously we agree with you this is god's purpose for you in this hour Uh, what do you see a way forward here? Like, uh, uh, what, what's what's your message to yeah. us on moving forward for our Hispanic community and for our city? Yeah, great question, Jim. And that's something that we think about a lot. Uh, but honestly, you hit the nail right on the head because we serve a God that it's so powerful and mm. so rich mm. and so full. Uh, there's room for everybody. Yeah. And 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 it doesn't matter if my skin is darker than yours. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if mm-hmm. my language is different from yours. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if our traditions are different. Mm-hmm. We're all still made in the image mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Um, God looks like, or we, I should say, we all look 
like God. Made in his image. Made in his image. And I think sometimes we uh, don't put enough emphasis on that because we are created in his image. And so we are all children of God. And so my my message would be don't let our differences uh, separate us. Yeah. Don't let our, our just because mm-hmm. the outer appearance or what mm-hmm. we hear you speaking separate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we all look inside, uh, God dwells in us. Mm-hmm. And that should be the common factor that brings us together, mm-hmm. if nothing else. Yeah, amen. Well, I mean, golly, we could talk for hours. But, but why don't I just wrap it with, with that thought of, if I often think of, what is God's will for mm-hmm. Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. right? It's it's this John 17 prayer of Jesus, that we be one as you and the Father mm-hmm. one so that the world may know mm-hmm. that um, uh, people would see that common ground of grace yes. and would pull together yes. instead of pull apart. Correct. And I think one of my passions and pains and uh, desires is uh, that Waco would be a, truly a refuge Amen. for everybody, uh, not just for people who drive in here and Correct. experiencing the cool things that Waco right. is. Like, we were all here before Waco was cool. That's right. And, That's right. We remember now, when now downtown cool. was a ghost town. Everybody from out of town gets to come in and reap the benefits here. Uh, but more than anything, we don't want to lose any ground on the beauty of our city, Amen. which is faith Amen. and family. Yes and uh, unity yep. among the churches and the people of God. And so we're going to contend for that. That's right. So I'm going to pray to end our time. Bless you guys. And, uh, Thank you for having so, us. so, so grateful <laughs> Thank you for, having for these us. moments. I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lord, we agree. Uh, for those listening to the podcast, you can agree with us over Waco, Texas. Mm. It would be a city of refuge. Yep. It would be a city where the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace rules and reigns. It would be a place where evil is eradicated and righteousness prevails. And it would be a place for the men and women who serve uh, to find uh, strength and power. And we pray particularly today over Ilda, Hector, and their family. And we ask, God, would you fill them again with your strength, with your power, with your grace to serve? And we just thank you that they're on the wall with us, pulling together for a greater glory that you might be glorified, people might be helped, and our city might be a praise to you in the earth. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again for sitting and listening with us. Boy, this is one for the ages. Pass it on to your friends and family. We want to get the good words of Jesus out to everybody uh, around the world. We love you guys. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.